Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Today is August, that's right, the 1st, 2020. It's the 141st day of the quarantine. We're going to finish our story uh, of the transfiguration this morning. And there's going to be, of course, a little confusion about Elijah. And there's going to be a prediction about suffering. Yesterday we were in the first part of the story about the transfiguration, the Lord shows up and he says a couple things about Jesus, that this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased and listen to him. Uh, it is reminiscent of the Mary and Martha uh, incident where Martha was running around doing the wrong or the not highest priority thing and Jesus says to Mary, says about Mary that she's doing the essential thing, which is to listen to him. So today in Matthew chapter 17, verse uh, 5, we'll start there. While he was still speaking, when behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And a voice from the cloud said, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. Verse 6, when the disciples heard this, they fell on their faces and were terrified. But Jesus, Jesus came and touched them, which is nice, saying, rise and have no fear. And when they lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. And as they were coming down the mountain, Jesus commanded them, tell no one the vision until the Son of Man is raised from the dead. And the disciples asked him, "Why then why do the scribes say that first Elijah must come? He answered, Elijah does come and he will restore all things. But I tell you that Elijah has already come and they did not recognize him, but did to him whatever they pleased. So also then this prediction of suffering, the son of man will certainly suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he was speaking to them about John the Baptist. So there's been some confusion here about John the Baptist and Elijah, and we should talk about that just for a moment. In Malachi chapter 4, uh, there's a prediction about Elijah coming back. So that's what this is all based on. In Malachi chapter 4, this is the very close of the Old Testament, the last three verses of the Old Testament says, remember the law of my servant Moses, the statues and rules that I commanded him at Horeb, Mount Sinai, for all Israel. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. He will turn the hearts of fathers to their children and the hearts of children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the land with a de degree of a decree of utter destruction, period. End of Old Testament. So a little bit of a hint that Elijah, or certainly the power and the spirit of Elijah, comes back. So when, before John the Baptist was born, he was also, uh, a heads up was given with him that, he was going to be Elisha-like. 
So that is in Luke chapter 1, before John the Baptist was born. The Lord is talking to his father, Zechariah. And he says, this is in Luke chapter 1, verse 14. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, the birth of John the Baptist. For he will be great before the Lord. He must not drink wine or strong drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. And this is speaking of John the Baptist now. And he will go before him in the spirit of the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient of the wisdom to the just, to make ready for the Lord a people prepared. So we find that all along, John the Baptist was going to be this Elijah-like person um, coming in a time of, of drought, coming in a time of challenge to the religious complacency, replace complacency, excuse me, and representing this whole line of Old Testament prophets that are going to point, remind everybody, remember everybody's going to point to the coming Messiah. So interesting, in Matthew chapter 17, I think what's most fascinating is literally Elijah shows up and is in this transfigured state with Moses, Elijah, and Jesus, and uh, is in described in glory. And then at the end of the story, Jesus says, yes, Elijah is going to come. And by the way, when he just came five minutes ago, that's not what we're talking about. It, we're talking about uh, another Elijah that was going to come. And oh, by the way, verse 12, I tell you that Elijah has already come and they didn't recognize him. So they didn't recognize this same spirit, same power that is in uh, the Old Testament prophets and didn't recognize it when it came and the same spirit and power came in John the Baptist. So John the Baptist is a fulfillment of this prophecy about Elijah. So, so today we find out that the Old Testament forces itself, tennis ball matches back into the New Testament Elijah has already come, and then this prediction at the end, uh, verse uh, 12, so also the Son of Man will certainly suffer. So again, this prophecy that Jesus needs to go to Jerusalem to suffer, be killed, and on the third day, raise. I appreciate this morning, especially this tennis ball match of the Old Testament and New Testament that the spirit and power of Elijah is was within John the Baptist until they killed him, and now it's Jesus' turn to suffer. I bless you, my brothers and sisters, and thank you for listening.